Here are 10 things to do when investing in the stock market. Number one, draw a personal finance roadmap. Before you make any investing decision, sit down and take an honest look at your entire financial situation, especially if you've never made a financial plan before. The first step to successful investing is figuring out your goals and risk tolerance, either on your own or with the help of a financial professional. There is no guarantee that you'll make money from your investments. But if you get the facts about saving and investing and follow through with an intelligent plan, you should be able to gain financial security and even financial independence over the years and enjoy the benefits of managing your money. Number two, evaluate your comfort zone in taking on risk. All investments involve some degree of risk. If you intend to purchase securities such as stocks, bonds, or mutual funds, it's important that you understand before you invest that you could lose some or all of your money. Unlike deposits at FDIC-insured banks and NCUA-insured credit unions, the money you invest in securities typically is not federally insured. You could lose your principal, which is the amount you've invested, and that's true even if you purchase your investments through a bank. The reward for taking on risk is the potential for a greater investment return. If you have a financial goal with a long time horizon, you are likely to make more money by carefully investing in asset categories with greater risk, like stocks or bonds, rather than restricting your investments to assets with less risk, like cash equivalents. On the other hand, investing solely in cash investments may be appropriate for short-term financial goals. The principal concern for individuals investing in cash equivalents is inflation risk, which is the risk that inflation will outpace and erode returns over time. Number three, consider an appropriate mix of investments. By including asset categories with investment returns that move up and down under different market conditions within a portfolio, an investor can help protect against significant losses. Historically, the returns of the three major asset categories, stocks, bonds, and cash, have not moved up and down at the same time. Market conditions that cause one asset category to do well often cause another asset category to have average or poor returns. By investing in more than one asset category, you'll reduce the risk that you'll lose money and your portfolio's overall investment returns will have a smoother ride. In one asset category's investment return falls, you'll be in a position to counteract your losses in the asset category with better investment returns in another asset category. In addition, asset allocation is important because it has a major impact on whether you will meet your financial goal. If you don't include enough risk in your portfolio, your investments may not earn a large enough return to meet, meet your goal. For example, if you're saving for a long-term goal such as retirement or college, most financial experts agree that you will likely need to include at least some stock or stock mutual funds or even ETFs in your portfolio. Number four, be careful if investing heavily in shares of employer stock or any individual stock. One of the most important ways to lessen the risk of investing is to diversify your investments. 
is common sense. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. By picking the right group of investments with an asset category, you may be able to limit your losses and reduce the fluctuations of investment returns without sacrificing too much potential gain. You'll be exposed to significant investment risk if you invest heavily in shares of your employer's stock or any individual stock. If that stock does poorly or the company goes bankrupt, you'll probably lose a lot of money and perhaps your job. Number five, create and maintain an emergency fund. Most smart investors put enough money in a savings product to cover an emergency, like sudden unemployment. Some make sure they have up to six months of their income in savings so that they know it will absolutely be there for them when they need it. Number six, pay off high interest credit card debt. There is no investment strategy anywhere that pays off as well as or with less risk than merely paying off all high interest debt you may have. If you owe money on high interest credit cards, the wisest thing you can do under any market conditions is to pay off the balance in full as quickly as possible. Number seven, consider dollar cost averaging. Through the investment strategy known as dollar cost averaging, you can protect yourself from the risk of investing all of your money at the wrong time by following a consistent pattern of adding new money to your investments over a long period of time. By making regular investments with the same amount of money each time, you will buy more of an investment when its price is low and less of the investment when the price is high. Individuals that typically make a lump sum contribution to an individual retirement account either at the end of the calendar year or in early April may want to consider dollar cost averaging as an investment strategy, especially in a volatile market. Number eight, take advantage of free money from employers. In many employer-sponsored retirement plans, the employer will match some or all of your contributions. If your employer offers a retirement plan and you do not contribute enough to get your employer's maximum match, you're passing up free money for your retirement savings. Keep your money working. In most cases, a workplace plan is the most effective way to save for retirement. Consider your options carefully before borrowing from your retirement plan. In particular, avoid using a 401k debit card except as a last resort, basically to save your life. Money you borrow now will reduce the savings available to grow over the years and ultimately what you have when you retire. Not only that, also if you don't repay the loan, you may pay federal income taxes and penalties. Number nine. Consider rebalancing portfolio occasionally. Rebalancing is bringing your portfolio back to your original asset allocation mix. By rebalancing, you ensure that your portfolio does not overemphasize one or more asset categories and you'll return your portfolio to a comfortable level of risk. Stick with your plan. Buy low, sell high. Shifting money away from an asset category when it is doing well in favor an asset category that is doing poorly may not be easy, but it can be a wise move. By cutting back on the current winners and adding more of the current so-called losers, rebalancing forces you to buy low and sell high. You can rebalance your portfolio based either on the calendar or on your investments. Many financial experts recommend that investors rebalance their portfolios on a regular time interval 
such as every six or twelve months. The advantage of this method is that the calendar is a reminder of when you should consider rebalancing. Others recommend rebalancing only when the re- relative weight of an asset class increases or decreases more than a certain percentage that you've identified in advance. The advantage of this method is that your investments tell you when to rebalance. In either case, rebalancing tends to work best when done on a relatively infrequent basis. Number ten, avoid circumstances that can lead to fraud, and be very careful of this. Scam artists read the headlines too. Often, they'll use a highly publicized news item. To lure potential investors and make their opportunity sound more legitimate, the SEC recommends that you ask questions and check out the answers with an unbiased source before you invest. Always take your time and talk to trusted friends and family members before investing. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that your trusted friends and family members have any good investment knowledge, but at the same time, it is always good to talk with them. Feel free to check out fortinbox.com to master your money. If you want to learn how to make money online, go there. Go into the description down below. If you want to get potentially up to five hundred dollars free of a potential free stock, you could join Robinhood down below and just link a bank account, and you should be able to get a free stock. Right now. Another way that you could actually invest into the stock market, and this is like a really lazy way, I like to do it because it's just fun, is with an app called Acorns. Right now, there'll be a link down below for that in Money Tools. But the fun thing about it, right, is like anytime I fill up my tank for gas or go grocery shopping, just my like everyday expenses, right, it rounds it up to the next dollar, and then. Allows me to automatically invest into stocks and index funds. Right now, you could choose whether you want to be a little bit more aggressive or conservative with your investment strategy. Maybe more bonds, maybe more index funds, maybe more just individual stocks like company stocks. Either way, is a very convenient and kind of fun way to just automatically invest your money without really thinking about it. Now, obviously, that should not be your main way of investing, but it's kind of cool to see, like, oh, when I just, you know, go buy my breakfast, I'm actually investing my money. When I'm filling my gas tank, I'm actually investing my money. Every time I get groceries, I'm investing my money, right? So it's like it's really a nice way to just lazily and passively invest your money, and just like looking at the app and seeing, like, oh, okay, I made. Ten percent this month, right? On the money that I put in there, that's pretty nice. Oh, I made a couple hundred bucks in profit this month. Technically, it's just like growing by a couple hundred bucks, right? Especially depending on how much you spend and all that kind of stuff. So either way, it's pretty cool. It's a really cool way to actually start getting into investing. And feel free to hit the like button, subscribe to this if you find this helpful. 